Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. The title of today's message is Thankful But Not Satisfied. Thankful But Not Satisfied. Hey, before I get into this great teaching, let me tell you about a couple things upcoming. February 14th, Igniting Hope's 40-Day Negativity Fast Positivity Feast starts as an annual event. We have thousands who have done it through the years. Some of you listening have done it. Hey, if you never have and you're looking just for just something to really jumpstart your beliefs. You can sign up. It's free. We've got a, a second level if you want more content, but most people do the free one. And if you sign up, you get an email every day of a lie to fast and a truth to feast on. And with some of my best teachings kind of mixed into that email. And so you can find that at ignitinghopeacademy.com. Hey, Maybe this is something you can do with somebody else. It's a fun thing just to connect or a group. Our Igniting Hope Negativity Fast Positivity Feast, NFPF, affectionately known here. And then also the Bethel Leaders Network, the Bethel Leaders Summit is March 5th through 7th here in Reading. Hey, I not only lead Igniting Hope, I have the privilege of working for Bethel Church. I've done that for many years. Love what's happening there. And I work in the Bethel Leaders Network Department. So if you're looking for something to just really invest in your leadership or you just are are looking to experience uh, the presence and what's happening here at Bethel, that event March 5th through 7th, 2024 is a great one. Just do an online search, Bethel Leaders Network or Bethel Leaders Summit, March 5th through 7th. It is going to be good. You'll see me there. And if you are there, why don't you come up and say hi and that you're a podcast listener. All right, let's get into today's message, thankful but not satisfied. Wow, that's really kind of like two uh, sides of the coin uh, in our lives and we realize the, the importance of gratefulness, but we also know that there's more. There's more to be experienced. There's more of God's promises to contend for. And it's really a balance, isn't it? And I want to talk about the importance of having both. But let me just start by talking about thanksgiving and gratitude. I end most of my podcasts talking about the fact that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And one of the ways to really activate joy in our lives is through thanksgiving. As we focus on what we do have, rather than focusing on what we believe we don't have, or where we're at a disadvantage, or where we believe things aren't happening, as we focus on being thankful, then that is a gateway into joy. It says in Psalm 100, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. And thanksgiving is a gateway to many things. It's a gateway to healthy relationships. Uh, By the way, a gate, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. A gate is an entry point into something new, a new dimension, a, a new area. And I like to tell people this, if you feel stuck in your life, 
and you just like there's just not forward movement, then you can get unstuck every time through Thanksgiving, increasing your Thanksgiving to God and increasing your Thanksgiving to people, your gratitude. It will get us unstuck. <laughs> and so, yeah, just even thinking about thankful but not satisfied, you know, Thanksgiving is a gate, creates gateways into new things. It gets us unstuck. I think, too, about that Thanksgiving is a separating quality. In Luke 17, there were 10 lepers who got healed, and only one came back and gave thanks. And it makes me think that really, now this is just a theory. You can you can disagree with this, but uh, it makes me think this. there's a theory that only 10% of people are really thankful. And we raise our children. It's a separating quality because we raise our children by, by saying, telling them, say thank you when they're little. Say thank, someone doesn't say thank you. Because we realize that if we raise our children uh, feeling entitled and not being grateful for what they have, that they're going to have relational problems, they're, they're going to have emotional problems, and it's not going to work out well. And so our Heavenly Father, just like good parents, Steve, say thank you. Say thank you. Increase your thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is uh, one way to uh, capture lies and combat worry. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, do not be anxious, or some translations say, do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Just say with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So we're able to capture lies through thanksgiving. I thank you, Lord. Some of my uh, most powerful declarations start with thank you. Thank you, Lord, you're meeting my needs. Thank you, you're working in my family. Thank you, my prayers for my nation are working. Thank you, uh, Father, for uh, just what was released last night when we prayed over uh, so-and-so. Thank you that the healing will manifest. You said these signs will follow them that believe that they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Thank you. And thank you is such a powerful way to stay in faith. I believe that we're, we're not just to keep praying the same prayers over and over and over again, but part of our prayer time is just thanking God for what we've prayed in the past and thanking Him that He's working, that He is working. And thanksgiving is a way to really have a prosperous soul. It's a gateway into a prosperous soul. It leads to a prosperous soul. It's a uh, evidence of a prosperous soul where it says in 3 John 2, Beloved, I pray that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And, and so thanksgiving, gratitude is really such a powerful soul prosperity <laughs> fruit and it helps increase it. So I believe, and there's other verses on Thanksgiving. I think about uh, at the 
in the middle of First Thessalonians, you know, it says, pray without ceasing in everything, uh, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It says, rejoice always. I forgot that one. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And everything, give thanks. For this is, well, and, and those, it's really, let me just say this. It's important. <laughs> and I don't think that you as the Igniting Hope podcast listener would disagree with that. And there's many other verses. But, uh, but I said this podcast, this message is titled Thankful But Not Satisfied. Once we uh, get Thanksgiving, because if we're, if we're thankful but not pursuing for the more, our Thanksgiving can lead to a passivity where we're just thankful, but we're not moving forward. We're not increasing our talents. We're not pressing in to that which is the more. I think about Paul's, the apostle Paul's admonition to a young leader named Timothy. He said it in 1 Timothy 1.18, he said, Timothy wore a good warfare according to the prophecies spoken over you. Contend, fight for things. Ephesians 6.17, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Fight with what you believe God has told you. you know, we think about the great part of the prayer, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, where it says, Jesus said, pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I mentioned Bethel Church before, and one of the great revelations that uh, Bill Johnson released in his, in his just kingdom shattering or kingdom launching book on earth as it is in heaven. That book in the early 2000s was like a nuclear spiritual bomb that blew up in the church. And he, Bill just basically said, hey, uh, that's our marching orders. That is our assignment to bring heaven to earth. If, if there's no sickness in heaven, so we're confident that our prayers and our assignment is to eradicate sickness on earth, to decrease it. And the more the kingdom comes, the less sickness there will be. There's no poverty in heaven. There's no crime in heaven. There's no abuse in heaven. And so as we realize that, then we contend for the manifestation of that. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're thankful. We're so thankful for what the Lord's doing. We're thankful for uh, increase. We're thankful for the amount of healings we see. We're so thankful for the breakthroughs that we see when people get delivered and set free. But we're not satisfied. And we press in for the more. We, we can't create our theologies from our experience. My book, Cracks in the Foundation, Changing Our Thinking to Accelerate Revival, is the subtitle. 
It's one of my earlier books, but it is really a powerful book. It's a devotional book with 50 devotionals in it that go after the traditions of men. Jesus said in Mark 7, 13, your traditions have made the word of God of no effect. And traditions of men cause us to be passive and, and, and not go for the more. We can't challenge the word of God with our experience. That's not what we're called to do. We're, we're called to challenge our experience with the word of God. And so I release over you just a, a, a hunger for the more. Seeking the Lord. Seek the Lord and he will be found. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And we are, our generation, we're to take, we're to go as far as we can to press into the more of God and to find keys that unlock the manifestation of on earth as it is in heaven. And we, we overcome disappointment. All of us have situations in our life where we, we, that they are not in line with the promises of God. And we're still thankful, but we're not satisfied. <laughs> oh, what a great time to be able to speak with you today on this topic. My prayer is that this would just be something that wherever we're at, maybe you need more thanksgiving. We, well, we all need more. Than, but you, you look at one of these, you know, the thankful part or the not satisfied part. And you'll say, okay, which one of those, or how do I move forward in, in both of those? Lord, what are you saying to me? That's really my heart, that you'll be inspired. You'll hear, hear personally from the Lord for your season that you're in from these podcasts. Hey, thanks so much for listening to these podcasts. I'm going to be, right after this one is released, I'll be in St. Charles, Illinois. On February 10th, I will be doing a Saturday event that's going to be powerful there. You can find out on our itinerary, ignitinghope.com, uh, specific locations of, of churches and where we're going to be, where I'm going to be, and where some of our team will be. I'm going to be in uh, Indiana, Carmel, near Indianapolis in March. I will also be in early March in Marysville, California with my good friend Tom Crandall, One Hope for America. And I will be ministering on a Saturday morning there in Marysville to church leaders. And Tom is doing a, a big event, One Hope for America in Marysville on the first weekend in March, starting Friday night. It's going to be so good. And then I'll be in... Let's see, Wichita, Kansas in April. I'll be in Pennsylvania at the Dove Leadership Conference following that. Be in Atlanta, Georgia, Salem, Oregon. Be in, just added this, Albany, Oregon in June. Be in San Diego in June. And we are just so blessed to, to be able to partner with so many great ministries and 
just looking forward to just connecting with you. Hey, again, our Igniting Hope Negativity Fast Positivity Feast is starting February 14th. The Bethel Leaders Summit, March 5th through 7th. Coming up, it's going to be good. And in the first weekend, first Friday and Saturday of May, we're doing our Abounding Hope and Joy annual conference here in Reading. Hey, if you're looking for something to do and the summit doesn't work or you want to do both, that's going to be happening as well. Just mark your calendar. We'll give information on that. A lot of things happening. If you're not signed up for our newsletter, ignitinghope.com, uh, and you love this material, why don't you do that? And then you can receive the email that goes with this podcast. The email comes out Monday, and then we do a Thursday email as well on just events and things happening that in the Igniting Hope world, we try not to overwhelm people with emails. <laughs> All right. Hey, again, I, I if, if you just are new to Igniting Hope, or if you just are a listener for many years, let me just again say we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I and we have the power to help make it happen. Our hope level determines our influence level, and he who is the most hope is the most influence. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. And I've already said it. Remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I've said thanksgiving is one of the keys to that. The other that I love to say, and by the way, I say this too pretty much every podcast. For I've never found a convenient time to walk in radical joy. There always seems to be a reason why today is just not a good day. <laughs> You know, and I said, well, Lord, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes. And he said, but you don't need strength at the end of the battle, Steve. You need strength in the middle of the battle. I need strength today. Today's the day I'm, I'm going to strengthen my joy muscle. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5. And so we increase our joy through thanksgiving and also delighting in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And the delighter in that verse, the context of that verse, the delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires, things that he or she wants to see happen that have, hasn't happened yet, disappointment, but the delighter's delighting. It, the delighter is just saying, "Woohoo, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this situation. I can't wait to see what you're, how you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. Hey, why don't you think about an area right now in your life where you're tempted to worry, tempted to have a spirit of heaviness about, tempted to feel completely responsible to, to see something change. And why don't you just, with me, just go, woohoo, Lord, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in that situation. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. What happens when we delight? 
Delighting is a manifestation that we've added hope to our faith. Faith without hope is unhealthy. Yes, certainly faith is a substance of things hoped for, but I believe so many try to walk in faith and they over, maybe not overemphasize faith, but they underemphasize hope. Hope is again what makes our faith healthy. Faith says God's going to do this. Hope says, I don't know what God's going to do, but good things are coming. Faith is more specific. Hope is more general. God's going to do this. Hope, I don't know what God's going to do, but good things are coming. Faith people without hope tend to put all their eggs in one basket uh, or certain things that they believe subconsciously have to happen or they can't live. Hope people are living while they're waiting. Faith people are waiting to live. (laughs) Faith people who don't value hope are waiting to live. Can't thrive now because something hasn't happened. No, we are thriving is a delighting that really unlocks the thing that we want to see happen. Oh my, that just gets me fired up. (laughs) Hey, we didn't do this last week. So uh, let's just take five seconds of prayer. I've been doing this to model how attaching faith to five seconds of prayer is more powerful than praying a long time without attaching faith. And we're at an hour where so many needs are brought before us, so many needs. We see that the Lord, I believe, is strengthening our muscle in faith and strengthening our belief that short prayers are powerful. The centurion in the Bible, his servant was was ill and Jesus was ready to go. But the centurion said, hey, I'm a man under authority. I know how this works. Just speak a word and my servant will be healed. And Jesus marveled. He says, I haven't found such a great faith in all of Israel. And he knew something. He knew that when Jesus would just release a word, and that's really one of the things that I'm seeking to do at the end of most of our podcasts of just inspiring us to realize that as we release a word, I remember I was with uh, one of my friends here just a while back who's been battling some physical things, and uh, we were in a uh, car together, and, and just I just just released a, a, a quick prayer. Thank you, Father. We just say thank you for breakthrough. Thank you for healing. Thank you, Lord. And and he told me the next day it was a short prayer that that prayer just had a powerful effect on his physical health. And we've been asking you just to. to <laughs> we've been taking advantage of this and having you pray for igniting hope. And we love that. And I want to just, I'll I'll return the favor and pray for you after we do this. But hey, why don't you just pray for Wendy and for me, for physical health and for this season of 2024, that God would use us powerfully. We've got some great things planned coming up. And I've only told you a few of them and just so excited about what the Lord's doing. And you can pray about those doing the negativity fast, positivity feast, or those who are involved in the Academy of the Unseen Realm right now, Wendy's course. That's that's so good. And or just for our staff, travel, whatever. All right, you ready? Five seconds of prayer. Praying for us at igniting hope. Yes, thank you. You can start now.
Amen, amen. Why don't you just water what you just prayed by, if you're able to, out loud saying, thank you, Lord, and just thank him specifically for what you prayed, that it's happening. And Father, thank you for this uh, listener of the Igniting Hope podcast message. Thank you for grace in their life. And I speak just in deep into your spirit, just uh, a revelation on this message today, thankful but not satisfied. And then also, thank you, Lord, for financial provision. Thank you for physical health manifesting. I pray that your kingdom would come, your will would be done in this person right now. And my brother or sister who's listening right now, watching on YouTube right now, that they would, that your kingdom would come in their bodies, in their ministries, in their homes, in their finances, uh, in all their relationships, everything they put their hand to. In Jesus' name. Hey, we started something new as well. Uh, we're vision partners. For those of you who want to give on a regular basis to Igniting Hope, you can find that on ignitinghope.com. And if you want more info on that, we're given some blessings for people who just feel called to do that. If you don't feel called to do that, just that's fine. We bless you as well. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.